in the valley to pray, studying about that good old way. And who shall wear the starry crown? Good Lord, show me the way. Come on, brothers, let's go down. Come on down, don't you want to go down? Come on, brothers, let's go down, down in the valley to pray. I went down in the valley to pray, studying about that good old way. And who shall wear the starry crown? Good Lord, show me the way. Come on, sisters, let's go down. Come on down, don't you want to go down? Come on, sisters, let's go down, down in the valley to pray. I went down in the valley to pray and studying about that good old way. And who shall wear the starry crown? Good Lord, show me the way. Come on, children, let's go down. Come on down, don't you want to go down? Come on, children, let's go down, down in the valley to pray. Down in the valley to pray. Down in the valley to Hello, <clears throat> and welcome to my little house of prayer. I am your host, Dayla Smith. I am so very glad that you could join me today as we continue to discuss 1 Corinthians chapter 13. But before we dive into the study, let's open in prayer. Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord God, thank you for this wonderful time of fellowship in your name. That we get to chew on the word together, Father God. That we get to study together. Let your voice be my, the voice behind my voice. Father God, just anoint the words of my lips, Lord and my thoughts so that I may properly speak your word Lord in Jesus Christ of Nazareth's name Amen so let's read 1 Corinthians 13 though I speak with tongues of men and of angels and have not love I am become as sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal and though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor and though I give my body to be burned and have not love, it profiteth me nothing. Love suffereth long and is kind. Love envieth not. Love vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up doth not behave itself unseemly, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil, rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in truth, beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. Love never fails, but whether there be prophecies, they shall fail, whether there be tongues, they shall cease, whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. 
But when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. When I was a child, I spake as a child. I, I thought as a child. I understood as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then shall I know even as also I am known. And now abideth faith, hope, love. These three. But the greatest of these is love. This week we're looking at verse 12. Paul is describing mirrors in his day and time. Looking glasses then were a bit obscure. They did not give as clear a picture as the mirrors of today. But even today mirrors are a bit imperfect. As long as we are looking in the mirror we can behold our complete reflection. But when we walk away we forget what we really look like. So with the mirror of the Apostle Paul's day, the mirror showed a dim reflection, a darker reflection. You were able to just make out your appearance. When we come into this world, we have no immediate comprehension of the world we have entered into. We have a very clouded understanding of what is going on around us. But over time, as we grow and learn, our understanding grows. Well, just like in this natural earthly realm, we are called to grow in the full measure and stature of Christ, according to Ephesians 4, verse 10 through 13. You see, Proverbs chapter 9, verse 10 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. If we are to grow spiritually, we have to know the Lord, read our Bibles, pray, and seek His face, not His hand. Paul desired to know Him, not part of Him, but all of Him. Ephesians 3 verse 15 through 19 Of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith that ye being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height and to know the love of Christ which passeth knowledge that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. How else are we going to understand all mysteries of the Bible? Please don't just accept that there are some mysteries we will never understand until we are with Him in heaven. Matthew chapter 11 verse 25 At that time Jesus answered and said, I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because thou hast hid these things from the wise and the prudent, and hast revealed them unto babes. The Lord wants us to know him. He wants to be God to us, and like him there is no other. He says that all throughout the Bible that he wants all nations to know 
that he is God and like him there is no other. But how will we grow and learn if we do not read his love letter, our, our road map home? Or if we do not pray and seek his face, waiting to hear his still small voice? I can testify of this. My walk with the Lord has been an awesome journey. A journey filled with his blood and my tears, joy and pain, fear and hope. But he never stopped being Lord over my life. He left that control in my hands. I chose whether to walk away or stay, whether he was Lord over my life or not. I have read the Bible over and over, front to back. I am amazed that there is never a time when I don't see or understand something new or in a new way than I did before in the Bible. My prayer time is a constant conversation between him and I. His word leads and guides me in the paths of righteousness and truth. From Genesis to Revelation, the Lord created mankind out of his desire to have his love reciprocated. He could have created beings that would worship and adore him, but he wanted a created being that would choose to love him for who he is. Who would want to know the one who has been loving them for all eternity and will love them for all of eternity future? No separation, no veil. So then Paul says face to face. I believe this is the reflection in the water. In Paul's day, if you wanted to see a more clearer reflection, you would have to go look into the water. You see, when the priests would enter the inner court of the tabernacle, they would come to what is called the laver. The laver was a huge brass bowl filled with water and a mirror at the bottom of it. Brass speaks of judgment. As the priest entered and exited the tabernacle, he had to come to the laver. He had to wash his hands and feet. Hands speak of service. Feet speak of our walk with the Lord. And as they washed their hands and feet, they had to see their reflection in the water. They had to acknowledge that they were sinners in need of a Savior as they entered in. They were a sinner in need of a Savior. As they exited, they were supposed to look at the people who were also in the same boat. That they were in. They were to extend the same compassion on the people that the Lord had extended to them. Just as in those days, James says in James 4.8, Draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. And how do we do this? We go to the mirror in the Lord's Word. We look to see ourselves as we truly are compared with His great glory in His divine Word. We ask for forgiveness of all of our sins all day, every day. Then we implement a true change of thought concerning those sins by our actions. 
This is how we allow the Lord's word to change us into his image, his character. Every time I read his word, I am changed. There is nothing about my walk that I would change. The hardships brought growth. The miracle signs and wonders left me totally speechless in the sight of him. I learned how to worship him in spirit and in truth. I'm still learning how to do this. I thank him for all that he has, is, and will do in my life. I worship him for all that he is. To him I owe all the glory. My walk has been a strange walk, an unconventional walk, but I wouldn't change one step. The latest miracle he has done in my life is that on July 28th, Friday morning, the day of the Sabbath. He made me the proud owner of my little house of prayer home. After five years, I was able to pay the last and final note. Ephesians 1, 15-23 Wherefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus, and love unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward, who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come, and hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. The Apostle Paul says that now I know in part, but then shall I know even as also I am known. When we choose to take up our cross and follow him, there are many places where we don't understand where he is taking us. But we cannot stop walking in those places. It is those places where we are to set our faces like flint. Get tunnel vision as we follow him. His walk of love extended to others. Miracles, signs, and wonders are for the lost. Who's lost around you when a miracle happens? Who is the lost person walking into your life at the time of the miracle? It is to encourage hope and faith in their hearts. At these times is when we have the message. You thought this was something? Believe and have faith in him. He wants to do greater than this. Freely you have received. Freely share the good news you have received yourself. I believe that as the Lord works each and every miracle in our lives, we get a glimpse of his truth. But as we continue to walk the narrow, hard, inconvenient way with him, 
Each and every glimpse begins to create a beautiful picture with a message that only each and every one of us can share. I am truly hoping that this study on 1 Corinthians 13 has encouraged and given you new food for thought to get in His holy word, to pray and seek His face and not His hand, to wait patiently for Him to speak to you. I said earlier that He speaks the word of God. The enemy knows the word of God and is able to twist his words, just like he did with Eve and Adam and got them to sin. This is why I say read it for yourself. How else will you know the difference between the Lord's voice and Satan's? Pray before you read the word of God. Plead the precious blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth over what you are about to read. Ask the Holy Spirit of God to enlighten the eyes of your understanding. Remember, the Apostle Timothy says in 2 Timothy 2.15, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. On this journey with Christ, you will need his word of truth to lead and guide you. Psalm 119.105 Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Now, if you do not know the Lord Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, let me introduce you to him. First, you must acknowledge that he was born of a virgin, lived as God among us, was crucified, died and buried, and rose again on the third day for the redemption of all mankind. You must acknowledge that you are a sinner in desperate need of a Savior, according to the mirror of the law of the Lord, the Ten Commandments. And remember, it says in the Gospels that if you broke one, you broke them all. So it still leaves us at the place where we're all sinners in need of a Savior. Ask Him for His forgiveness for all of your sins and call them out to Him. Thank Him for His forgiveness. Then forgive those who have sinned or transgressed against you. That's not an option. You have to forgive others and yourself. Then repent. Repent means to change your mind concerning sinful habits. Change your choice-making decisions. Let Him influence your choice-making decisions as you get in His Holy Word. Ask Him to be Lord over your life. I want to pray a prayer with you, but this is just an outline. The real work begins after I pray with you because it is a very personal walk with the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord Jesus, I acknowledge that you were born of a virgin, lived as God among us, was crucified, died, buried, and on the third day you rose again for the salvation of all mankind. I am a sinner in need of a Savior. Please come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. 
take complete control of my life and help me to walk in your footsteps daily by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for saving me and for answering my prayer. In Jesus Christ of Nazareth's name, amen. If you have made the decision to give your life to Jesus Christ, let me be one of the first to welcome you to the body of Christ. All of heaven is greatly rejoicing over your decision today. Please let me know of your decision today. I want to pray with and for you. If this message has brought up any questions or spoke to you in some way, or if you have any prayer requests, please let me know by commenting below, private messaging me, or you can email me at my number one little AFMP at AOL.com. I would greatly love to hear from you. Remember, you are called for a purpose, and you are loved. I love you with the love of the Lord Jesus Christ, but Jesus Christ will always love you more. Let's close in prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you right now for this wonderful time of fellowship. Oh, Father. Touch the hearts and lives of the people that are listening in. And bless them going in and bless them going out. Give them wisdom, knowledge, understanding to be able to make prudent choices for their lives, Lord. And the guidance of you. In Jesus Christ of Nazareth's name, amen. to pray, studying about that good old way, and who shall wear the starry crown, good Lord, show me the way, come on brothers, let's go down, come on down, don't you want to go down, come on brothers, let's go down, down in the valley to pray, I went down in the valley to pray, studying about that good old way, and Starry crown, good Lord, show me the way. Come on, sisters, let's go down. Come on down, don't you want to go down? Come on, sisters, let's go down. Down in the valley to pray. I went down in the valley to pray and studying about that good old way. And who shall wear the starry crown? Good Lord, show me the way. Come on, children, let's go down. Come on down, don't you want to go down? Come on, children, let's go down. Down in the valley to pray. Down in the valley to pray. Down in the valley to pray.